0: Um, I'm going to talk a bit about um, uh, High Street 2012, which um, I I think follows on well from the the couple of presentations we've seen, because it it takes that um, analysis of of how complex um, high streets are uh, and looks at um, how we might nurture change there. So so my presentation is going to be about... um, how you actually do things on those streets, how you can work there to improve the quality of the the streetscape, and to help uh, nurture that vitality. Because I think that the, the, I suppose the one thing I would add to the presentations that we've had is that not only is it complex in terms of analysing what's there, but it's doubly complex because that's constantly evolving. So we're we're engaging not only in, in something that's 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 complex in itself, but very complex in the way that it's changing. Uh, just quickly, a bit about me. Um, my name is Paul Harper. I work for Design for London at the GLA. Um, I've been there for about six or seven years now, um, largely working focusing on on public space projects, uh, on the uh, previous mayor's hundred public spaces projects, on uh, the current mayor's great spaces projects, on Great Outdoors. Um, I've been involved in the High Street research that uh, that Matthew mentioned earlier as well and uh, for the last four years on, on High Street 2012. Um, what I'm going to do is um, is go through a little bit of history about the project, um, explain a bit about what the vision was um, and then just run along the length of the street um, and go through some of the, the projects that have happened um, and are still happening. Um, And what I hope to do and I hope I don't forget to do is make sure that as I'm going through I also give credit to the design teams that have been working on the different projects. Um, Perhaps they should really be the people um, standing here and presenting these projects. Um, But that's been at the core of uh, getting some high quality change along the street is uh, getting the right mix of designers Working on the projects. Uh, what is High Street 2012? Um, it's a project to look at, at largely at public realm improvements along uh, the stretch of street that runs from Olgate in the city to the Olympic Park. Um, and I guess the important uh, words to pick out of this description are that it is a an everyday uh, space, but it's also a remarkable one. Um, it's an historic corridor. Uh, but it's also a modern one um, and it's an evolving uh, corridor. Um, This is a a plan showing the the mix of uses, you can't read it at all, but the the different colours should give you some idea of the mix of uses that are there. Um, And as I said, the idea of the 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 conceit, if you like, behind the project was that it connected the city to the Olympic Park. The project started with um, uh, Tower Hamlets um, coming up with the idea of uh, an Olympic boulevard. And the thing behind that was, although Tower Hamlets were one of the host boroughs, um, they didn't have an Olympic site in their uh, borough. um, And... Uh, they were thinking well how can we get something out of this so they came to us and said well we can we we, we would like to invent this street as our Olympic site and came up with the idea of an Olympic Boulevard um, at the same time Transport for London were then looking at um, how they uh, approached investment in their streets um, and were talking about something called network management plans which looked across the different modes of transport on the streets Um, and were a step forward in the way that they uh, from where they previously were which had focused on individual modes buses or cars moving along the street. Um, So we got together with TFL and with Tower Hamlets uh, with Newham as well because they uh, the borough that the street is in from Bow to the Olympic Park Um, with London Thames Gateway Development Corporation um, because they were assisting in the development of the the land around the Olympics and in the Thames Gateway corridor, um, and with English Heritage because they were interested in the history of the street. So the discussions that we had around the Olympic Boulevard started to bring together uh, some of the stakeholders involved along the street. Uh, we then jointly commissioned um, fluid architects working with tribal, who are a uh, who did the economic analysis behind the the project and looked at um, did a study along the street and what the results of that study were were um, a vision document uh, that set out well it, it was a vision document that first did some analysis along the street, so there was an historic analysis there was an analysis of what was there in terms of master plans, planning frameworks, and so on. <laughs> Uh, looked at the physical and social context uh, and came up with a, ver- a, a range of area studies uh, that looked at how you might nurture change in these <laughs> different areas along the street um, and that was backed up by, by some, some quite uh, detailed research on the way that the street functioned at the moment and the kind of things that we might be able to influence through investing in the the fabric of the, along the street um, the work that, um, that Fluid did came up with a, a, a way of organising our work, I suppose, more than anything else, that looked at the street in three sections. I mean, it's a, it's a four-mile stretch of street, so it's quite long. The character does change as you move along. Uh, but we found this to be a, a convincing way of at least characterising uh, the way we worked across, uh, in three sections. The first section from um, Whitechapel to Mile End, uh, an historic mixed use street, from Mile End to Bow, uh, a more residential uh, high street, and then from Bow to Stratford, uh, we characterise that as a, a 21st century high street. The Bow to Stratford end is where the, the greatest amount of change was taking place over the shortest period. But there is change taking place along all of those. Obviously, at the Whitechapel to Mile End stretch, it's on the city fringe, there's the encroachment of the city into the poorer areas of Tower Hamlets, how do we deal with that? Uh, There's also the coming of uh, Crossrail to Whitechapel, the Royal London Hospital being built there, one of the largest hospitals in Europe. Um, And equally there's change happening from Marlene to Bow, but over a longer period. So that set the context for the kind of interventions that we then decided to take forward. Um, This is a a map that we produced um, that was... Uh, done by the uh, studio mask of the graphic designers. Um, you won't believe how long it took us to get a map together that that, that was able to capture a, a four-mile length of street. Um, but I think we, in the end, we ended up with something that's been incredibly useful for us in explaining what the project was about uh, and the way that we approached uh, taking the project forward was to. Look at some street actions that we'd, um, we'd carry forward along the whole of the street, so some things that were continuous along the street that we t- wanted to try and reinforce. Uh, and those were things like looking at the historic fabric all along the street, uh, looking at the green infrastructure, looking at community projects along the street, looking at lighting, looking at cycleways, and looking at wayfinding. We felt those things, we could provide some consistency all along the street from the city to uh, the Olympic Park. But weaved in with that, we looked at um, eight different character areas uh, where we'd uh, look at change specific to that, those areas that would build on the existing character, take account of the change that was happening now, and build in flexibility for change that we would predict would happen and will happen in the future. Um, sitting alongside that, there was the, 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 where we were coming from in, in looking at this project. We were then based in the London Development Agency, so there was a regeneration uh, imperative behind whether the, the public sector would invest in the, in the project, uh, and community engagement was part of that. Uh, needed to be part of that uh, discussion. So there was also a, a street action that looked at community projects. Um, And these are some of the ideas that there were in the early part of the project. Um, I probably won't return to this uh, much as a a thread in itself. So just to say that what this eventually turned into was 19 different uh, community projects along the street that were funded, in fact, through English heritage grants um, that were largely uh, focused around trying to bring alive the history of the street through engagement with existing communities that are, are living along there. Um, once the division study was, was done, we set up, we continued with the steering group of the stakeholders that I already described, but quite a bit of our activity was focused on uh, Tower Hamlets and taking forward uh, a range of projects there. Um, these design principles were uh, put together by um, Muff, who were one of the design uh, practices that were procured, um, and I think that um, I won't go through them all. But but the uh, the aim, the, the the overarching principle, I suppose, behind these design principles was to was was the idea that we would tread lightly on what was there. We wanted to try and build on the character of the existing spaces, um, and to provide a an environment that was more inclusive than the space that was there at the time. So that's a bit of the history. What I'll do now is go through um, some of the projects that happened along the street um, and the challenges that we faced and the complexity of it and hopefully uh, provide some uh, examples of the, what we think are good changes that have happened.